Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, I had an idea this morning, and I'm not sure how it's going to go. This could be the biggest flop of all time of a podcast, or it could become really popular. We'll see how we go, and I'd love to hear your uh, your feedback on this, on whether you want to keep doing it or not. I could happily do it. I could happily leave it. So I'll leave it up to you guys. So essentially, what I'm going to do, I've got a heap of... Um, unopened packs of footy cards here from across the last 10 years you would have seen that on my instagram page i've got a couple from like the mid 90s as well which is pretty cool but a lot from the last decade which i haven't opened so what i was thinking essentially is i open up a pack of footy cards i go through each player and i just talk about my memories um of that player my thoughts on them where they are now how their career went all those sorts of things so the pack i've got here it's from 2017 Hear me open it now. 2017 NRL cards. Okay, let's have a look. First one. Oh, geez, wild card to start. Jared Mullen. Um, Jared Mullen, of course, has been suspended for, I think, four years. I think he's free to come back 2022, maybe 21. I'm not sure. I've heard a, bit, a few whispers around that he is planning on coming back. Personally, I think for Jared Mullen, he's going to be 32, I believe. I think it's going to be a tough gig. He's actually a kid that I had a lot of raps on. I really like Jared Mullen as a footballer. I think he his career was sort of thrown down the drain by origin selectors. I think they picked him too young, and I think that really damaged his career, to be honest with you. Obviously, for Mullow as well, I mean, stepping into the shoes of Andrew Johns makes it really tough. It's a, it's an unbelievably tough gig, especially in Newcastle wearing the seven after Joey. You know, I quite often use the analogy, it's it's like playing a song after Elvis. Like, it, it is hard. And I just think when picked him for State of Origin, it was just, it was too early in his career. He couldn't handle it. Um, I think him, I think him and Mitchell Pearce were very similar. Their careers went down a very similar path. 
They had all the ability in the world. They were picked too early for Origin. It really damaged them. They struggled back at club level. Um, people sort of just had a negative opinion of them regardless of what happened. I'm not sure how many games Mullow ended up playing. I would assume he would have got about 150 or so at Newcastle and obviously got um, an Asada ban for drugs. And I mean, when you go back and even in this picture, when I'm looking at his arms, Jesus Christ, like he's, yeah... God, could wrestle an alligator, old Jared Mullen. Next man up is DCE, Daly Cherry Evans out of the Manly Seagulls. Um, obviously the skipper of Manly, the skipper of the Queensland team. I'll never forget 2011. There's a try that he scores in that game where uh, Glenn Stewart puts in a kick. It's, it's just before half time, and Glenn Stewart puts in a kick from his own half, which is a, like a grubber that only goes 10 or 15 metres, but it hits, um, I think it was Michael Robertson on the chest there, and he, um, he goes up the right touch line, and then... Cherry Evans is with him um, in support. I think he might give the ball to Matty Ballin anyway. Cherry Evans is there in support, and he gets knocked over on about halfway. And this is the moment that I sort of realized DCE was going to be the real deal because he got back up and he ran 50 metres down, but he got the ball and he scored the try himself. And just those little things, when you get knocked to the ground, you know, it's easy for guys to just sit there and watch the play unfold. I mean, it's more than likely your team's going to score there, but DCE, he just wanted to be there. He wanted it more than anyone else. That's what I really love about DCE. Uh, He's obviously had some controversy in his career. I mean, we all know about the Gold Coast Titans backflip. Obviously, I I think with DCE, he got a pretty bad rap during that time, but the reality is I think that he was just mismanaged. Um, I think that made it really hard for him during that period. I think he's, the people around him were just giving him awful advice and the optics around it were terrible for DCE. But I think what he's done since um, has been fantastic. What he's done in the Origin Arena has been brilliant. I mean, it looked like he was never going to play Origin. I, I'm pretty sure they printed it on the um, the uh, the Courier Mail or whatever it is up in Brisbane saying he's never going to play Origin after backflipping. He's a, he's a disgrace to Queensland. Uh, you know, fast forward a few years and here he is, you know, dropping the mic on New South Wales after winning that uh, State of Origin series with the worst team ever. Pretty incredible stuff from DC. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, Joey Leilua in his Raiders kit. Okay, so Joey Leilua, I'm going to say he saw him with the Canberra Raiders around 2015, maybe 16, maybe a little bit after that realistically. Had that one season where him and Rapana, uh, Leipana they were calling them, simply incredible. Got all the ability in the world. He has got uh, defensive issues in him, which has always been a problem. Um, I used to love watching the Raiders when the ball would go to the right edge and it would be second tackle and you'd see poor old Aiden Caesar and Blake Austin in the middle calling for the ball and Rapana and Leilua would just pass the ball to each other for five minutes. It was just, it was simply unbelievable and it was the most predictable thing of all time. You'd see Leilua stand at dummy half and point at the halfback seven times and you just knew he was never giving it. He never did, but they always seemed to produce a try, those two. They were simply incredible. Probably for Leilua, the thing I'll always remember is that that flick pass. I think it was against the Tigers. I think it might have been at Leichhardt Oval, funnily enough, where he is now. And I think there might have been a quick turnover. He took an intercept and he had he had the ball in his right hand. He was spinning and he threw it around the, his back and a defender's back and hit Rapana. Just simply incredible stuff. Um, obviously, after the 2019 grand final, he was shafted. And look, I, I, don't, I, I think Leilua, he didn't have his best game that night. There's a couple of moments there that I'm sure are going to haunt him for the rest of his career. And I think Ricky Stewart... He addressed those. There was there was a draw and pass moment where he didn't give it to Rapana that I think could have won it for him. Uh, there was also on the James Tedesco try at the very end, he makes a chop tackle on Boyd Cordner. And 
For me as a coach, you give away a penalty every single time on that tackle. He makes a chop tackle. He lets coordinate, get to his elbows and knees and get a quick play the ball. And Luke Keary sees there's no markers. Um, if you're going to do a chop tackle, you've got to wrestle your way on top of the ball. It's just the modern game now. Give away a penalty instead of giving away that advantage. Back your defense in. Uh, so I think Ricky Stewart, you know, he decided that was enough of BJ that night. And he's found his way to the Tigers. Uh, it's been a bit hit, hit and miss so far. Uh, defensively, he's on an edge with Nofaluma as well. So neither of them are great defensively, but he has still got that high-end attacking prowess. His brother's at the club too, so I'm sure he's happy. Um, but yeah, I, Lalo, all the ability in the world, but just a little bit scratchy for me, a little bit hit and miss throughout his career. Next man is David Fusatua, obviously out of the New Zealand Warriors. We didn't get to see much of the Fuss in uh, 2020. Obviously had to go home to his family during the season, which was unfortunate, but... One of the premier centres in our game, um, you know, just uh, there's, sorry, not premier centres, premier wingers. I mean, when you talk about the back threes of all the clubs, I mean, are the New Zealand Warriors the best? They'd have to be right up there. And this guy's a really key part of it. I would like to see him get in and do a little bit more work, to be honest with you. But GZ knows his way to the try line. He's a brilliant finisher for Satua. Uh, the next man is Ryan James. This is a... Uh, this was a set from 2017 called the Club Heroes, and this is Ryan James, the 2016 Player of the Year. So they give uh, one of these cards to the Player of the Year for the previous season. This is Ryan James. Look, I think 2016 was the year that Ryan James, I think he might have scored 10 or 11 tries or something. It was unbelievable for a front rower. I think he scored the most tries for a front rower ever in a season, and this is the sort of stuff that Ryan James is capable of, and this is why I really like the signing of him by the Canberra Raiders. I think he could be anything. He just needs to stay fit. I'm a huge fan of Ryan James. He's taken on a lot of responsibility in his career before he probably should have, before he was ready for it because he was at the Titans. Uh, but he's done really well. You know, I, I still remember watching him play SG Ball. There was a couple of years there where the Gold Coast Titans put in an SG Ball team and they'd fly down here every second weekend. I remember him coming down with Jordan Rankin. Uh, they were both playing for Palm Beach, Corumban and carving up there and he came down and he was just unbelievable. He looked exactly the same as he does now. He was just too big to handle. And um, I really like Ryan James. I hope Canberra works out for him. Uh, next one from the West Tigers, Mitch Moses. Of course, Mitch burst onto the scene of the West Tigers, came through the juniors there uh, with his two best mates, Tedesco and uh, Luke Brooks. And obviously, it didn't all pan out perfectly for him at the Tigers. He's now at the Parramatta Eels. He seems to be really happy there. It's his team. Um, Moses has copped a lot of slack over the last 12 months. People look at the stats. People look at the highlights, and they're not as good as 2019. They want to tell me he's going backwards. I don't think he is. I think he's maturing as a seven. Uh, I think he's growing into the role, and I think he's he's starting to understand the fundamentals of halfback play instead of being the guy. I think the biggest the biggest thing about Mitch Moses throughout his whole career, and this quite often happens with guys with his much with as much ability as he has is that if you've got the ability to make a big play, which Mitch Moses does, you know, he's got the chip over the top, he's got the long ball, he's got, you know, the no-look pass, he's got it all, Mitch Moses. But when you've got that ability, that raw ability to be able to do anything, it can quite often be a curse because you feel like you've got to make the big play all the time. Moses, he's starting to be able to sit back and just control the game, see one or two plays ahead, get his team to the right spot on the field. And I really like that about him. I'm... I, I, I don't think the fact that he's got less highlights or less tri-assists overly matters to me. It's his halfback play that I've been really impressed with, and I think Moses is heading in the right direction. Uh, the next man is James Graham Booper out of the Canterbury Bulldogs. Obviously, this is 2017, so this would be close to when he went to St. George of the Warrior, probably his last year or two. 
off the top of my head. Um, obviously, you know, came here from England. He's played uh, something like 500 games across England and Australia. Just unbelievable. Uh, when I spoke to Branko Lee the other day, he just said he's a leader through and through. Yeah, he would just take on anyone. I mean, you've seen some of the stinks he's had with Sam Burgess and whatnot. I mean, there's not enough money in the world for me to face up to Sam Burgess. So what James Graham does time and time again whilst he was playing was simply incredible. Thankfully, he got to win that grand final over in England a couple of weeks ago to finish his career because no one deserved it more. Uh, the next one, oh, gee whiz, wow, this is wild. Okay, West Tigers, Timmy Simona. Now, Tim Simona, obviously, uh, he's been suspended from our game. He's actually recently signed with uh, the Manly Reserve grade. So I think they're called Manly Blacktown. Matty Ballon's the coach. Uh, so Tim Simona's training with them. I assume he's actually signed to play. I know he's training with them. Uh, Tim Simona, he's still pretty young. He's got a lot to offer. Incredibly quick. Reasonably good def- uh, defensively. I mean, it's been a couple of years since I've seen him play. But uh, Tim Simona, obviously, he's been suspended from the game for... Um, and I don't don't quote me. I don't know it inside out. But essentially, betting on games. Um, I don't think he was betting on... Um, like oppositions, I think he was betting on himself when he was coming up against a good matchup or whatever. I, I I could be wrong. Regardless, fucking stupid. Don't do it. You're getting paid an absolute mozza to play a game. You don't need the extra few hundred or whatever. Um, rugby league, it's a game of redemption. Tim Simone has made a mistake. He's he's not the first one to make this mistake. He's probably the first one to get publicly uh, punted this way. I'm sure there's been other guys before. I'm pretty confident there's been other guys before, especially guys that have got away from it, got away with it, that uh, uh, have turned out to be pretty good stars. Anyway, I'll leave it there, but he's not the first one to have this done to him, so I really hope he does come back and he has a successful career. Our next man, Cameron Smith from the Melbourne Storm. You've probably heard of him. Uh, for me, Smith is the greatest player we've ever seen at the moment. We don't know if he's going to retire or not. He's a free agent, but still living in Melbourne. Um, I mean... I don't think he's going to come back. I think his career is over. And for me, he is the greatest player I've ever seen. Um, There might be guys that are more talented, but, I mean, Cameron Smith, winners win, and all Cameron Smith does does is win. And, you know, if his team... I mean, when was the last time Cameron Smith missed the top four? Yeah, I mean, how many grand finals has the guy been in? Yes, tell me about the salary cap. Tell me he's a cheat. That's, That's perfectly fine. I mean, since then... Uh, you know, 2012, he won that premiership with them. That was simply unbelievable. Um, and for me, the thing that separates Smithy is that, you know, you talk about who's the best halfback ever. Most people will say Joey. Some people will tell you Thurston. Some of the older heads, they'll tell you Peter Sterling. Some people will tell you Alan Langer. Uh, you talk five-eighths. Some of the older heads will tell you Wally Lewis. Uh, some guys will say Thurston again. Some guys will tell you Brad Fittler. Some will say Darren Lockyer by a mile. When you're talking hookers... I'm sorry, who else are you talking about? Yeah, it is Cameron Smith. Yeah, and he is the best at his position. No one's ever been better at their position for me than Cameron Smith. And for him to be doing it at age 37, still winning premierships, simply unbelievable. He's the GOAT for me by far and away. Uh, The next man is Kenny Edwards, a guy I'd love to have on the podcast one day. I've spoken to him on Instagram a couple of times. Seems like a really funny fella. Uh, Kenny Edwards, of course, he's playing over there. With He's playing for Simon Wolford, who I spoke to earlier. I can't remember which team Wolford's got. Maybe Hull? Not exactly sure off the top of my head, sorry. Um, but he's he's over there playing in England. He was obviously with the Parramatta Eels, always had a pretty crazy hairstyle. A back row with a lot of ability who I would love to see back in the NRL. He's a real character. You know, he carries on like a complete and utter dickhead, but it's hilarious. I back it 100%. 
Um, a guy that I think is probably being wasted in England a little bit. Uh, I would like to see him come back. I think he's entertaining for the game. As I said, a really colourful character, and I think we need more of them in rugby league. And he's got a lot of ability. He trains hard, too. I remember Simon Wolford saying that, that he is a serious trainer. He comes across like a clown, but he, he does go hard, and he, he has turned into a real leader over there. Um that's the end of that pack of footy cards. If this is something you enjoyed me doing, I actually quite enjoyed it, to be honest with you. It's a bit of a random subject. You can get anyone pop up here, especially when we go into some of the older cards. So if this is something you'd like to hear more of, send me a message. Jump in the Facebook group, uh, Rugby League Guru Podcast listeners on Facebook. Answer the questions, jump in there, and tell me what are your thoughts on this podcast. And if you want to hear more of them, have a cracking day, guys. Kick to corners and always play smart footy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.